Check, check, one, two. Oh, gotta love that. How's everyone doing? Um, I don't know about you guys, but I am uh, one of those people who should have been born uh, at either end of the world, uh, where it's much colder, um, the world is a little bit more dead, uh, and, and it's, it's nighttime for most of the day. Uh, that's not written on the page in front of me, but that's just how I feel in general. It's very hot today, uh, and so what, what I'm kind of expecting from you guys is that, shh, eyes this way, quietening down. You've made me have to walk away from my fan. That means it's serious. It's very hot, so I imagine you guys, if you've just been running around and you're like me, you're a little bit sweaty, which means your tendency, and you've just had some food, which means our tendency now is going to be to fall asleep, right? If, that, if you're anything like me, that's probably what your tendency is going to be. So what I want you guys to do now is I have about 15 minutes where I'm going to talk to you guys and then we're going to break down into some groups and we're going to chat with some stuff together. But for the next 15 or 20 minutes, I reckon you guys can focus really, really hard because what we're doing tonight is we're starting a new series. Hopefully it's up on the screen called We Don't Talk Anymore and we're going to be looking at prayer, which is really cool. But before we do that, shh, I know it's an old song, but it's kind of punny, so we did it. Uh, it was Mickey's idea, blame her. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before we go any further, it would be very remiss of me to start talking to you guys about prayer without actually praying myself at the start. So please bow your heads and join with me in prayer. If you're the sort of person that's going to fall asleep, if you close your eyes, please keep them open. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you that you've written it on our hearts that we might know you better. Please help us to focus in on what you have to teach us tonight. Please speak through me, uh, calm any nerves I might have, so that we might uh, draw ourselves closer to you uh, and that we might understand why it is that we talk to you and understand why it is that we might not do that as much as we should. In your Son's name we pray. Amen. Throughout my life, I've had lots of different friends. Uh, I've had best friends, uh, and those ones are the ones that I've kind of kept in contact with. I've had good mates, uh, I've had acquaintances, the works, lots of different relationships. Uh, primary school friendships obviously changed when I went into high school, uh, and when I moved schools in year 10, uh, at the end of year 10 to go into year 11, I made some new friends, uh, I lost contact with some old ones, and what's really interesting is that once I then left school at the end of year 12, I also lost a lot of friends. Uh, and I think the main reason is that we just kind of stopped talking. Uh, we were great friends when we were at school. We'd talk every day. Uh, I'd hang out with them heaps. But then once I left school and I stopped seeing them every day, I had no idea what was going on in their lives. We had nothing in common, and so I didn't speak to them much. Some of you will know that I'm engaged to Kate, uh, one of the other leaders here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we've been engaged for four months, uh, so we need to get a wriggle on with some planning. Uh, but before that, before we were engaged, we'd been dating for three years, which is an awfully long time. Uh, and in that time, we fought, we've argued. Uh, sure, we've had some fun, but there have been some rough patches, I won't lie to you guys. And I think, in, upon reflection, and Kate will probably agree with me, that the roughest of those patches often come when we're not talking to each other. When we stopped communicating for whatever reason, we're more, we were more likely to snap at each other, just like jump on little things, get short. 
in Kate's case, very short. <laughs> when we stop talking to people, right, we lose sight of their motivations. We lose sight of who they are as a person. Uh, and, we, and in my case, especially, I start to make assumptions. Uh, and those assumptions aren't always good. And so the system kind of breaks down. Now, uh, me, like I'm sure a lot of you guys, I still live at home. I'm 22. I've got to get out soon, I know, but I'm a youth pastor, so I don't know what I'm going to do there. Like I said, I'm engaged, so I'm working on it. Um, when I don't see my parents for a few days, when I'm super busy, when I'm caught up in like uni work or study or prepping stuff for here or just normal work, or I'm just busy hanging out with my friends, when I don't see them for a couple of days, uh, I don't understand what's going on in their lives. If the dishes start to just randomly pile up on the sink uh, or someone turns the air conditioner off, at a really inconvenient time, it then gets super easy for me to just get instantly mad. Because when I haven't seen them for a couple of days, or when I haven't chatted to them for a while, the distance between us has gotten to such a point that we're just not in sync. I don't know what's happening in their lives, they don't know what's happening in mine, and so I immediately assume that my problems are the biggest problems that exist, that my priorities are the greatest priority out of everyone that's involved. And so therefore, what I want matters more than what they want. And suddenly, just because we haven't talked in a few days, we're at each other's throats and it's not fun. Hopefully, you guys are seeing a running theme here. Um, with every single relationship in my life, the times when they get rough, when it feels like I'm driving down a four-wheel drive track rather than a highway... It's often when we're not communicating. It often has something to do with communication, usually a lack of it, right? When we're not talking anymore. For the first four weeks of this term, guys, we've been trying to show you that the most important relationship in your life is not with your friends, it is not with your romantic partners, it is not even with your family. The most important relationship in your life is your relationship with God. And if that is the case, surely if there's one line of communication that we want to keep open, it's our communication with God. So I want to ask you guys, why do you not talk to Him more often? This is a problem that I struggle with, all of your leaders struggle with, and I'm sure all of you guys struggle with on a regular basis. We don't talk to God enough. Prayer. That's the word we give to it, right? Over the last few weeks of this term, we're going to be looking and delving our minds into prayer because we think that is going to set you guys up well for your future. We're not going to see you for a really long period of time over the holidays, but if you guys can start off praying well, then we won't worry about you at all over the holidays because we know that you're talking to God. And that is super important. So what is prayer? What is it? What is prayer? Who end up if you've heard the word prayer before? Good. If you were listening at all tonight, you've heard it multiple times. In fact, when we broke down in uh, our little uh, reunite time at the beginning of the night, uh, we were praying for our world. We were praying for a bunch of different things. But what is prayer? Simply put, the word means talking to God. And if we want to be in a relationship with God, we need to be talking with Him. 
right? Most of us, I don't want to say all because I hope and I pray that there are some of you who talk to God all the time in deliberate and intentional ways that really deepen your relationship with Him. I want to be able to say that and I'm sure there are some of you out there who are doing that and if that's you, awesome, but I'm sure you can still do it better because no one's perfect. We could all be praying better and we could all be praying more. Um, And for this week, I want to focus in on why it is that we even pray, right? Like, why do we do it? Like, what are, we, what are we getting out of? Like, what are we getting out of this? Why are we even doing it? Uh, and then I also want to focus in on why it is that a lot of us don't, right? So why should we pray? Firstly, and I think probably the most obvious reason we should pray is because we have been called to in the Bible, right? There are often times in the Bible where we're just told to do things uh, and we have to do them, right? As Christians, we follow what we are called to do under Christ. It's part of the name. It's what you signed up for. Jesus, in his word, told us to pray, and so we do it. In Paul's letter to the Thessalonians, in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18, he called the church in Thessalonica, that's the place that the book of Thessalonians was written to, to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And I want to say to you guys, that is also God's will for your life. God's will for all of you, if you call yourself a Christian, is for you to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Jesus himself, when he was on top of a mountain, preaching to a bunch of people in Matthew chapter 6, gives people this awesome model of how they should pray, obviously implying that they should then in turn be praying. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Do it. It's as simple as that. We've been called to pray, so pray. But I know for some of you that isn't quite enough, right? Like, I'm sure, I've seen it, right? With us leaders, we tell you guys to do something, and your, immediately, your immediate response, regardless of how wise what we're telling you to do is, is like, why? <laughs> Actually, it's a little bit higher than that. Why? It's probably more realistic. Um, why should I bother? Just being told to do something isn't enough. Why should I pray? Well, the reason I... The most compelling reason that I think you guys should pray, the reason that you should intentionally convey a message to God through prayer is that God actually hears you and it works. A little bit later in that same Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says this, this is Matthew chapter 7, if you've got a Bible and you're following along. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will Find, knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, now you guys don't have sons, but you can imagine, 
will give him a stone. Or if your son asks for a fish, which one of you will give him a snake? You are horrible people. If you then, this is Jesus speaking, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? Praise God. Isn't that such a beautiful picture of God and what He offers to His children who pray to Him? Right? He gives good gifts to those who ask. Now, we'll be looking a little bit later on in the term about what happens when God doesn't answer prayer. And we'll also be looking at what happens when God does answer prayer. And next week, we'll be looking at actually how do we pray. But if that is the case, if that is why we pray, because we're called to and because we know that God hears us and He answers And there are many other reasons which I'm sure you guys can come up with, and you're going to be discussing that in your response groups further. Why would we not pray? Right? Why would we not do that? We have an open line of communication to the person who created the universe, to someone who loves you more than anybody else, who is willing to give you everything. Why would we not do that? Well, I've put a lot of thought into this, um, and I like, I'm just a sinful human being as well, so I could be wrong, and this is me searching my own life, reading some stuff from some other people as well, but I kind of narrowed it down to what I think is four categories for why it is that we don't pray, and I, hopefully Christian can throw it up on the screen behind me. The first one is that we think too little of God. The second is that we think God is too good to want us. And the third is that we think too much of ourselves. And the last one is that we just don't think. So firstly, we think too little of God. Oftentimes, we don't pray because whether consciously or subconsciously, we think that God either doesn't exist or that He isn't real or that He doesn't matter or that He can't make a difference in this situation anyway. And if that's you, then you might not actually really understand what it is that we're doing here at Youth Group yet. You might have just been dragged along here by a friend. You might be here for the first time. You might be like, who the heck is this Jesus guy? They keep bringing him up. Well, I want to tell you guys that we are here because we think that God exists. In fact, we don't think we know that God exists. And we know that around about 2,000 years ago, he sent his son to die on a cross for each and every one of us. But why would he do that? Just dying on a cross, that seems like a really obscure thing. Well, he did it as a sacrifice. Because our world is broken. And there's sinful people. And without that being paid for, we would all be lost. Because of what Jesus did on the cross to save us, life has meaning. Because of what Jesus did on the cross to save us, We know that we are loved, and we know that we can have joy despite circumstance. And we're told in Scripture that nothing is too little for God. What is impossible for man is not impossible for God. So if you're in that first category, if you're like, I don't need to pray because God doesn't care, because God isn't there, or because God isn't aware, 
then you're wrong. Plain and simple. Because God does care. And he can do anything, so don't be afraid to pray. The second one is that, why would the God of the universe listen to little old me? Right? We think that God is too good to want us. The last one was that we think that God can't help. This one is that we think that God won't help. Right? He's just going about his divine purposes. Why would me talking to him matter at all? And if this is you, then I also have some good news. Because God does care. Right? He wants to hear what you have to tell him. Philippians 4 verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. I know the thunder's scary. I like to think of it as God just kind of like adding some emphasis to my points. It makes me, it makes me really happy. I'll try and like line it up. The third one, the third option is that we think too much of ourselves. The third option, right? Now, this is one reason not to pray that really caught me this week. It really resonated with me. Um, and it really gets me sometimes, right? We can get so caught up in wanting to be self-sufficient. I have everything under control, right? Hey, Sam, how's it going? Oh, yeah, good. Cool, end of conversation. My life is under control. I have everything together. I don't need God, so why would I talk to Him? And if this is you, then remember your Creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come. You need God, and I need God. And I hope and pray that those of us that are in this situation where we're forgetting to pray because life is going so good for us, I hope and pray that you can realize that you need to pray in that situation because in the times in my life when I've been in this situation, when I get so caught up in my own world that I forget to pray because I think I've got it all under control, the thing that usually reminds me to then start praying again is when I lose control because it isn't long usually before a situation comes up where I'm reminded of how weak I am, when I'm humbled, and I realize that I need God. When a particular sin in my life comes back that I thought I'd gotten rid of. When a particular struggle rears its head, when someone close to me does something and I'm like, I can't understand why that's happening. We need God in our lives. And lastly, and I think this is kind of the, the epidemic that's growing across our society, is that, and across hopefully not our youth group, is that we don't think, right? Uh, you see this, uh, in, not in relation to prayer, but you see this in young boys a lot, and even in older boys, uh, where I come across this, where like you'll be sitting, you'll be out the back of the youth group hall, you'll be holding a ball, and you'll be looking at the fence, but you know you can't kick the ball over, and you're just about to kick it, and a leader will come up to you and go, what are you doing? And they'll just be like, oh, I'm just... Just going to kick this ball. And it's like, why, why are you going to do that? How, do you think that will end well? And, and if the person was then being honest, their response should be, oh, I didn't think. 
right? I'm sure we've all done this at different times, we just don't think. And the way this works out in prayer, and it really got me thinking about my own life this week and the way that I structure my days, is that for a lot of us, we're not thinking. We wake up in the morning and the first thing we do is look at our phone. It's not talk to the God who loves us. We're not thinking. And this is probably the main reason why we don't pray. The others, the first three reasons, they require some kind of conscious choice, right? Some kind of shift in priority. But this, it just happens. You have so much going on in life, in the world around you, school, friends, exams, that you either have no time to think about praying, let alone actually doing it, or you just don't. And this is scary. Because if this is you, you could go your entire life without realizing that there is a God who loves you. And there is a God who cares for you. Right? Have you guys ever um, tried to do something and been really struggling with it um, and just really not wanted to ask for help? But then eventually you kind of suck it up and you ask for help, and then it resolves the problem like that, right? I have a very capable father. Uh, he's very good at building things. Uh, and so at so many points in my life, I just want to do something myself, and I'd just be doing it, and I'd be failing. I'd be absolutely failing. So eventually, I'd, I'd pluck up the courage to go, hey, Dad, can you help me with this? Uh, and it was usually something silly, like opening a jar, because I'm weak. Uh, and then he'd just open it, or he'd just fix the thing, and it's like, if only I'd asked for help sooner, right? If only I'd gone to my father, who cares and loves me, and asked for help sooner, maybe I could have resolved that situation. And I'll tell you guys, go to God first. Because my dad loves me, but he's not perfect. But I tell you who loves you and is perfect, God. So what do we do? Well, we're going to look at this in future weeks. Next week, um, Isaac's going to be bringing to us how we pray, so stay tuned. Uh, but for this week, I still want you guys to pray, so I don't want you to rest on, I don't know how to pray, Sam. I don't want you to rest on that. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys three quick tips, which you can try out this week, and then next week you can learn from Isaac uh, how you can be praying. Uh, we looked earlier this term at um, being intentional with our time, right? Who remembers that? When we were looking at phones? Yeah, a couple of people. We applied that to phone usage, right? You've got so much time in a day. Be intentional with it. Plan what you're doing. Don't waste it on Facebook, scrolling through endless videos. Be intentional with your time and be intentional with when you pray. So guys, I have three little quick tips for you. When it comes to prayer, set aside deliberate times and places to pray. You may think that you're the sort of person that's like, uh, I just pray when I feel it. Like when the Spirit's on me in the moment, I just pray. You might be that sort of person, but even if you are that sort of person, set aside deliberate and intentional times to pray. Because if you don't, you won't. And if you're struggling to pray, if you're like, how, how do I actually do this? Open your Bible as well. Open your Bible, read it, and then pray about what you just read. And then read a little more and pray about what you just read. 
Let God's word change and shape the way that you talk to him. And finally, start inside and work your way outside because you are the greatest sinner that you know. You are the one person that you know the most about, so pray about yourself. Dear God, change my heart. Fix me. Make me more like you. And then move outwards. Pray for your friends. Pray for your family. Pray for your school. Pray for this country. Pray for the world. Like Katie got us to do earlier on today. It's a great way to pray. But the most important thing is if you're really struggling to pray and you're like, that system sounds really daunting, Sam, just do it. Just do it. Make like Nike and just do it. It doesn't need to be showy. It doesn't need to be public. It's between you and God. Focusing up, i got one last Bible verse to share with you guys, and this is, um, again, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talking in Matthew. He said this, But when you pray, when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, don't keep on babbling like pagans, that's people who don't believe, for they think that they'll be heard because of their many words. Don't be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask Him. So guys, pray, because God is listening, He's there, He's aware, and He cares. So what we're going to do now is we're going to break into our small groups. It is raining outside, which I'm sure you can all hear. Um, so I'm going to pray for us all. Uh, and then what we're going to do uh, is if you are a year seven, eight, or nine boy, you're going to go and crowd yourselves into that little foyer. Uh, and if you are a year seven, eight girl, you're going to crowd yourselves in behind them here so you're not crammed in with all the sweaty boys. Um, and then we're going to make our way over the road in an orderly fashion. Uh, but we're going to do something a little differently this week. Uh, sorry, year sixes as well, you're going over the road. Um, year, if you're a year six or seven boy, we have the kitchen this week. Um, all of the year six, seven boys are crowding into the kitchen. Uh, Sorry to the other group that's there, but it means you'll be a little bit more pleasant in the larger open space with some of the other groups. Um, okay, so let's pray. Let's put this into practice. Bow your heads, join with me. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much that you hear us. Even now, you are listening to the words that I am saying and you are listening to all of our hearts, Lord. We're sorry that sometimes we think too little of you. We're sorry that sometimes we think that you're too good to want us. Dear Lord, sorry that we're broken. Please fix us. Change and cleanse our hearts. Sorry that at times we think too much of ourselves and we forget what you've done for us and we forget that we need you. Lord, remind us that we need you day in, day out, so that we can live lives with you. And Lord, please do not let our minds fade onto other things. Remove the distractions from our lives 
and help us to stay focused on you, Lord. Help us this week in our group time now to discuss real and actual ways that we can put this into practice. Help us to be open and honest about what our weeks look like so that we can make a commitment to pray and talk to you more. Because, Lord, that is how we get to know you. That is how we build a relationship with you, the God of the universe who loves us and sent his son to die for us. In your son's name, we pray these things. Amen.